A special thanks goes out to the folks at Spotify for bringing you this podcast. Hello again, everyone. Today, we honor the great one, Tony Bennett. I'm Tom Zania, and this is Tom Reader's Story. Coming to you almost live, it's time once again for Tom Reads Your Story, the number one spoken word podcast on the web for audiobooks, social media posts, current events, and just plain whatever. So let's start the show. For the next half hour, I'll be your host. I'm voice actor and podcaster, Tom Zania. And we are back. Welcome back, everyone to Tom Read Your Story. I'm Tom Zania, a podcaster and a voice actor, bringing you the spoken word every week. Well, hopefully every week, anyway. Welcome, everyone. I'm really glad you're here. So, last week, we lost Tony Bennett. Um, Maybe I'm being sentimental, (laughs) but uh, this was the great one for me. I've always been a Sinatra fan as many of you are. Um, But I started listening to Tony Bennett when I was, I don't know, 10 years old. And he had an old album in the basement at our house on Woodward Street. And I used to go down there on uh, hot summer days where it was nice and cool down there and listen to Tony Bennett. And I'd listen to great songs like uh, The Boulevard of Broken Dreams. And, of course, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. And this was, I I think this was a Greatest Hits album. It showed a picture of him sitting on a stool, uh, what looked like a bar or a club. Um, But it it stuck with me. Uh, I may not have listened to all of his music, back then because I think we only had one of his albums and that was the one and I would listen to it and uh, I just heard these great songs uh, that uh, that still resonate today I um, like I have many times uh, on the podcast I have Wikipedia opened up in front of me and um I just want to read a little bit uh, here in the beginning um, about Tony Bennett. Maybe some of you uh, don't know that much or maybe nothing much at all about him. Um, he was uh, he was born in 1926 uh, in, uh, in Astoria, Queens. Um, and uh, he was known professionally, of course, as Tony Bennett, but his real name is Anthony Dominic Benedetto. And he had many accolades, and I'm reading now, so uh, forgive me for uh, going to Wikipedia. He had many accolades, including 20 Grammy Awards, a Lifetime Achievement Award, two Primetime Emmy Awards. Uh, he was named an NEA Jazz Master and a Kennedy Center honoree and founded the Frank Sinatra School of the Arts in Astoria, Queens, New York. 
He sold more than 50 million records worldwide and earned a star, earned a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He began singing at an early age. Uh, he fought the final stages of World War II as a U.S. Army infantryman in the European theater. Afterwards, he developed his singing technique, signed with Columbia, and had his first number one popular song with Because of You in 1951. Several popular tracks, such as Rags to Riches, followed in early 1953. He then refined his approach to encompass jazz singing. He reached an artistic peak in the late 50s with albums such as albums such as The Beat of My Heart and Basie Swings, Bennett Sings. In 1962, Bennett recorded his signature song, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. His career and personal life experienced an extended downturn during the height of the rock music era. Uh, Bennett staged a comeback in the late 1980s and 1990s, putting out gold record albums again and expanding his reach to the MTV generation while keeping his musical style intact. Don't we remember that? I remember all that MTV unplugged and uh, Tony was on that show, of course. And you know, uh, all of these albums that you've heard lately with unlikely rock stars like Rod Stewart and Bob Dylan putting out albums of the American songbook that aren't too great. Well, I think they took their cue from Tony Bennett uh, coming out on MTV and saying, hey, you may not have heard this music before, but here it is. Uh, Tony Bennett's son, Danny, of course, gave him the idea to do that show. And um, Tony went along with it, and I'm glad he did. And of course, uh, he uh, going back to reading again, he attracted renewed acclaim late in his career for his collaboration with Lady Gaga, which began with the album Cheek to Cheek. Cheek to Cheek, the two performers toured together to promote the album throughout 2014 and 2015 with the release of the duo's second album, Love for Sale, in 2021. Bennett broke the individual record for the longest run of a top 10 album album on the uh, Billboard 200 chart for any living artist. His first top 10 record was I Left My Heart in San Francisco in 62, as I've mentioned. Ben Bennett also broke the Guinness World Record for the oldest person to release an album of new material at the age of 95 and 60 days. And of course, in February of 2021, Bennett revealed that he had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2016. Due to the slow progression of his illness, he continued to record, tour, and perform until his retirement from concerts due to physical challenges, which was announced after his final performance on August 3rd and 5, 2021 at Radio City Music Hall. I walk along the street of sorrow Boulevard of broken dreams 
Where Gigolo and Gigolette can take a kiss without regret So they forget their broken dreams You laugh tonight and cry tomorrow When you behold your shattered schemes Gigolo and Gigolette wake up to find their eyes are wet With tears that tell of broken dreams Here is where you'll always find me Always walking up and down But I left my soul behind me In an old cathedral town The joy that you find here you borrow You cannot keep it long it seems Gigolo and Gigolette still sing a song and dance along the boulevard of broken dreams. Here is where you'll always find me. Sing a song and dance along the boulevard of broken dreams. And of course, that was the boulevard of broken dreams. One of my favorites. Uh, from Tony Bennett. The, you know, the, the thing about doing a show like this is that there's so many songs that I would like to cram into an episode that I, I it just becomes impossible to produce in the short amount of time that I have. Uh, I produce this uh, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but... Uh, Keep in mind, I have to go to a job at 2 o'clock. I have to leave for a job at 2 o'clock. So things get, you know, I mean, it's, it's a very nervous time. You want to get a good show done and put out there so that people aren't confused. And I, all I can do is just give you what's on the top of my head because there's so many Great songs, like I just said, uh, that Tony put out there. And Boulevard is one of them. He recorded that very, very early, I think just after he served in the in World War II, um, and came back and sang in clubs. And I think he went by the name of Joe Barry back then. And then he became, uh, I guess he was somehow seen by Pearl Bailey and started singing or opening for her. And then he was spotted by Bob Hope. And that's where it all started. He became very, very big. Uh, 
uh, when Bob Hope sort of discovered him and said, hey, kid, you got to change your name. <laughs> and it was Bob Hope who, who decided, uh, you know, Tony Bennett would be a good name for him to use on, on one of uh, Bob Hope's shows. Uh, TV shows, I have to assume. And let's see where we're at here. Okay, we are... Oh, um, John Pizzarelli, the guitarist, <laughs> the son of Bucky Pizzarelli, um, wrote some very fine words uh, about Tony. And uh, I read them uh, last week, and I said, this has to go on the podcast. This is really nice stuff. From Facebook and John Pizzarelli. Well, what can be said about Tony Bennett that you don't already know? I'm listening to him with Bill Charlotte sing all the things you are as I type this and I must say listening is the only thing we can do keep listening and it's all right there some other time and you must believe in spring with Bill Evans Emily from the movie album with that amazing Johnny Mandel arrangement moments like this from the art of excellence San Francisco for crying out loud, and a ton of other records. I got to shake his hand. I got to sort of play guitar for him in a group on the radio in the 80s. He came to my first gig at the Oak Room at the Algonquin. He sat with my wife Jessica at the Blue Note when I fronted an amazing big band with Don Sebesky in December of 1996. And he came with his wife Susan to our wedding in 1998. That occasion was at an Irish bar on the Upper East Side. Tony and Susan sat with my parents for the evening, and all the waitresses got their picture with Tony. When we went back there a few weeks later, those photos were framed behind the bar. He was a ubiquitous New York man. He freely walked the streets, painted in the park, and people came up to him and said hello. He went to gigs. Drummer Joe Cacuzzo told me that after a session at Columbia 30th Street ended early, it was Tony's suggestion that the entire orchestra go to the half note to hear Zoot Sims and Al Cohn. On him. Why not? I'll miss that great New Yorker like I miss so many New York things that are no longer with us. But unlike Geno's on Lex, Columbia 30th Street, RCA on 44th, Clinton, the Morosco, the first Yankee Stadium, and Manny's music. Tony's music will soar and live on, and we will always have it to celebrate our loved ones, the good times and the bum times. I will miss him strolling about New York, dropping in on Jonathan Schwartz to sing I Got Lost in Her Arms, making some Jersey guy's night by sitting in the front row and sketching. To paraphrase John O'Hara, Tony Bennett died on July 21st, 2023, but I don't have to believe it if I don't want to. Isn't that excellent? 
John Pizzarelli, ladies and gentlemen, some great words regarding Tony Bennett. Um, and I hope you're listening, John. <laughs> I hope I hope you get uh, get around to listening to at least this episode. Anyway, um, and of course, Tony went on to do other things. He wrote his autobiography and painted some interesting stuff. Um, there is a section in here in uh, the Wikipedia uh, that talks about his paintings. Uh, and I'm reading, Bennett also had success as a painter done under his real name of Anthony Benedetto or just Benedetto. He followed up his childhood interest with professional training, work, and museum visits throughout his life. He sketched or painted every day, often of views out of hotel windows when he was on tour. He exhibited his work in numerous galleries around the world. He was chosen as the official artist for the 2001 Kentucky Derby and was commissioned by the United Nations to do two paintings, including one for its 50th anniversary. His painting, Homage to Hockney, for his friend David Hockney painted after Hockney drew him is on permanent display at the Butler Institute of American Art in Youngstown, Ohio. His boy on sailboat, Sydney Bay, is in the permanent collection at the National Arts Club on Gramercy Park in New York City, as is his centen- oh, excuse me, as is his Central Park at the Smithsonian American Art Museum in Washington, D.C. His paintings and drawings have been featured in Art News and other magazines and have sold for as much as $80,000 a piece. Not bad. Not bad at all. Many of his works were published in the art book, Tony Bennett, What My Heart Has Seen, in 1996. In 2007, another book involving his paintings, Tony Bennett in the Studio, a life of art and music became a bestseller among art books. You know, I'm I'm going on here, and uh, I'm I'm still thinking of great songs of his that uh, stick in my memory. Obviously, San Francisco is a great song, and it was very popular, and it's kind of his signature song. Uh, but there is one that I absolutely love and that I want to play right now. And it's called When Joanna Loved Me. Here's a song I love recording so much, I named my wonderful daughter after this song. Today was just another day. Tomorrow is a guess. But yesterday... What I'd give for yesterday To relive one yesterday And its happiness When Joanna loved me Every town was Paris 
Every day was Sunday Every month was May When Joanna loved me Every sound was music Music made of laughter Laughter that was bright and gay But when Joanna left me May became December Even in December Here is just a a little bit of his autobiography, and this is a little story about uh, his uh, friendship with Judy Garland. The following year, I got the chance to work with Judy Garland for the first time when she invited me to sing on her CBS television special. It was the beginning of a long and treasured friendship. Just like everyone else in America, I'd fallen in love with Judy in 1939 when I saw her sing Over the Rainbow in The Wizard of Oz. She was always a fantastic entertainer, and like Louis Armstrong, Frank Sinatra, and Jimmy Durante, one of my major artistic influences. Judy was only a few years older than me, but since she'd been a child star, I'd been her fan my entire life. I first met Judy in 1958 when she came backstage after my show at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles and congratulated me on my performance. It was a thrill that never wore off. She was a true original, full of life and fun. She was intelligent, a one-of-a-kind lady, and a great artist, but sadly, she led a very troubled life. As we got to know each other, Judy told me stories about how badly she'd been treated when she was making movies at MGM. She was just a kid, but they gave her all kinds of uppers and other drugs so she could finish one of those high-energy movies in just five weeks. She also had to deal with the sexual advances of the executives and all kinds of verbal and psychological abuse. She had a reputation for sometimes being out of control, 
How can you grow up normal if that's how you're forced to spend your childhood? It's such a shame because she was so wonderful. So a long time ago, I, and I've probably told this story before on the podcast, but if you'll bear with me, um, a long time ago, back in the early eighties, I worked at a dinner theater in Indianapolis called the beef and boards. And Tony uh, was one of the, uh, performers, celebrity performers that came to the dinner theater when we didn't have a show. So I was doing South Pacific and I think it was Monday nights or Tuesday nights or something like that. They would bring in a celebrity act. One of them was Tina Turner and another one was Tony Bennett. Now I lived off stage off of a hallway that led to dressing rooms and my bedroom. I saw him in the green room. He came in. He was almost late, uh, but he came in with what was then called a Sony Watchman, which was like a Sony Walkman, but it was a little tiny TV. (laughs) uh, I think his was about the only one of those devices that I've ever seen. Um, This was, of course, long before smartphones. But he did a great show. And it's just, uh, you know, such a great personality, such a friendly human being. Uh, but he, uh, his show was great. They had a little bit of uh, trouble with sound, but other than that, it was very memorable. And uh, like I said, I was in the green room. I probably wasn't supposed to be. And I met these celebrities like Tina Turner, uh, not formally but got to talk with them. And uh, Tony was one of those persons as well. Um, he, um, he said something about the mirror at the end of the hall, which was right by my room that made people look skinnier. And he said, Oh, it's a skinny mirror. <laughs> but uh, he, um, he left that night, of course. And I always remembered the great music that he sang. And uh, well, anyway, You know, there's so many other great things I would love to play. Uh, But that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Tom Read Your Story. Portions were pre-recorded. Please tell your friends if you enjoyed your visit today, because we're always looking for new ones. Thanks, Spotify, for this opportunity. I greatly appreciate it. You know what? Let's end with that signature song from Tony Bennett. I'm Tom Zania for Tom Read Your Story. Thanks for coming, everyone. Bye now. The loveliness of Paris seems somehow sadly gay. The glory that was Rome is of another day. Well, I was terribly alone and forgotten in Manhattan I'm going home to my city by the bay 
For more information on my availability for your e-learning, commercial, or audiobook project, visit my website at www.tomzvoices.weebly.com. We hope you visit us again real soon for another episode of Tom Reads Your Story.